Have you ever dreamed of one day owning your own business, but just don't know where to begin? Then you've tuned into the right show. On All Things Franchising, you will hear from top national franchisers, successful franchisees, attorneys, CPAs, and others who support this fast-growing business model. So grab a cup of coffee and pen and notepad, because you will want to capture the invaluable information you hear on today's show. And now, here is your host, Linda Ballesteros. Hey folks, welcome to All Things Franchising. This is Linda Ballesteros and I am your host today. Thanks so much for joining me. I'm always honored when people find time to carve out of their busy schedule to spend with me. So we're going to be talking about real estate today. And um, if you know anything about the market right now, it is crazy. Just to give you some perspective, this is March the 29th of 2022. Um, I live in the Houston area, and our, our, the price of houses have always been quite stable, um, never really fluctuated a whole lot. Well, this last couple of years has, has certainly been different in that respect. So I recently read an article, and it says, homes are selling at their fastest rate since the 1990s. 97% of people use an online search to help them find their homes. Uh, the housing market is coming, coming off a year in which home prices in the U.S. increased by 18.8%. Those are crazy numbers. Um, the shortage in inventory has created a red-hot housing market with homes selling within hours of being listed. And maybe you have experienced that. Maybe your neighbors experienced that. Maybe you've heard about it on, uh, on the news. But today, my guest is Ryan Finch. And Ryan is the, uh, a broker, owner, and founder of First Class Real Estate and First Class Franchising. Today, he is CEO and principal broker. He has led uh, the company to rank in the top 4% of real estate companies in the Hampton Roads area, and that's in Virginia, with over 900 agents and 60 locations nationwide. He is also the author of Explode, the proven system to sell 500 homes a year while keeping a balanced life. I want to hear about that. Please help me in welcoming Ryan to the show. Ryan, welcome to the show today. Oh, thanks, Linda. Thanks for that uh, nice welcoming as well. Absolutely. Well, everybody's talking about real estate these days. So tell me a little bit about your background, how you got involved in real estate, and how did you, why did you decide to create a franchise out of this first-class real estate? All right. So that's a, that's a lot of information to, yeah. to answer to. So, uh, so the first one is I was on a church softball team. This guy drives up in this Cadillac Escalade, and uh, I'm a plumber, and I'm – you know, working nine to five, I've got my daughter. She now works with me here, but this is 15 years ago. And um, and I said, man, I just I want to be able to do more for her, you know. And she, I was taking her to school, you know, dropping her off, and you know, it's like dark out, and I get home exhausted, and I said, I just there's got to be more 
flights and this, and I just can't see me doing this, missing school plays, working the nine to five. I said, I've got to do something different. And so I talked to that guy and he got me into real estate. I joined on his team and, you know, I just, I just took off from there. I mean, from there it was 2006, right before the, the bubble was going to burst, mm. which I didn't know that at the point in time. Um, mm. But, you know, I, I came in right before it and, um, and just, you know, took off, sold like, I think it was like four houses in the first month. And, you know, it was the, the sky's the limit from there. Um, you know, we ended up going through a transitionary period where uh, the downturn, but the downturn for me was a benefit because I ended up with a huge REO account and I built a national company. And so I built a software, set up national company and sold all the REOs that were across the country. So I became kind of like that guy that brought me around, had me speaking at events and things like that. We built a system we could run and sell and rehab properties all across the country. And we really just, we boomed uh, even in that market. And, um, you know, from there we went on and said, okay, well, you know, we're, we're working at Remax at the time. Let's go ahead and open our own thing up. And so we opened up our own thing and, uh, you know, we started running the offices. And I ended up with a, a business coach and, uh, and the business coach was, you know, coached me along. And I think I probably was the dumbest, person he ever coached because it took me like years to understand the model he's like oh yeah what's your model and i was like oh you know we're doing this that and the other we'd meet again we'd have lunch he said what's your model and i'd answer the same thing i was like this guy's pretty dumb i mean for a coach i mean he really needs to some, some better questions i mean he just asked me the same question over and over again but that's how dumb i was i wasn't realizing because you're giving the wrong answer silly that's why he's asking you the same question over and over and you know, I have notes. I kept notebook every time we met. And I look back on it now because that was like 2017 when we started uh, coaching because I would date it and I would type it all up. And I go, he really did ask me a lot of the same questions over and over again. And looking back on it now, I'm like, man, that was that was pretty crazy. So, but yeah, oh, that's, that's, that's kind of how it all started. Yeah. You know, um, and I, I really love your transparency, your authenticity there, because, um, Ryan, so many people think, well, I've been a plumber, and I, I don't think I could probably do anything else but be a plumber. I couldn't own my own business. I don't even know what that would look like. So when you are let, – let's look a little bit about – what, let's talk a little bit about what first class real estate offers as a, as a company. What is that service? I know that you're a real estate broker, but why would someone want to work with first class real estate instead of going with Remax? Oh, sure. Um, so, you know, Remax is a great company. There's a lot of great companies out there that have a lot of different values. Um, what we found is we've changed uh, some dynamics of, of how things are going, uh, and there's there's a couple more pieces to it. But ultimately, what what's happened is we've created a fun, cool culture. We've we've um, attracted these amazing young, dynamic leaders. Right, like we've seen this big shift in the economy and the world. We happen to come along at like the right time and the right dynamic with the right people and, and all of that kind of came together and it's, we built something where it's just fun. It's cool. It's attractive. It's not just selling real estate. It's almost a lifestyle where we've, we've made it where we allow top producer events. So every quarter across the country, they do an award thing for the people that are working hard. So they can just stop, put down their stuff and just show up, go have a good time. And then boom, get back to life and family 
and uh, you know and, and enjoy their their business and their uh, and their life. And so there's Presidents Club. We just got back from there. We went to St. Thomas, um, but the top producers around the country can now qualify and go to that, right? And so we we do all of these different things. We do events where we invite people um, that are from across the country, and we go and we have mastermind meetings or different things like that. So we really just gelled with that, and we've taken the people that – how do I explain this? Like, you had the leaders that were, like, the dynamic people. We're bringing the up-and-comers, the next level mm-hmm. of, mm-hmm. of real estate people that were the nobodies at some point in time. Mm-hmm. But the people that were somebody before had to be nobody at some point, and that's yep. just the way we look at them. We say, well, why not us? Why not you? You know, and there's a Russell Wilson quote. But the um, but anyway, so that's what we – that's really what we drive and what we do, and that's why they come. But, but more so, we, we kind of go off of uh, three different things that we, that we offer, and we talk to different agents about this when we do it. We say, look, the first thing is we want to pay the highest compensation structure. So we have a model that allows whether it's leads or whether it's a 100% commission model, we kind of have both of those. But, but we have both of those depending on where the person is, and we still want to pay them the most, and we want to give them the most value following after kind of an Amazon idea is there was a point in time when we paid JC pennies, you know, to ship us something that took a week and they disrupted that by getting us what we wanted in a day. So we got right. more value and we got things frictionless. We've been able to do that because we were a small ship. We could move quickly into that dynamic and the big ships are having a little harder time doing that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So are you looking when you're looking for, franchisees. Ryan, are you looking for someone who is already a realtor or are you looking for someone who wants to be a realtor but doesn't know where to begin? Um, so so we've kind of got a mix of both. Some, some people will come in and they'll put up the money and then hire a broker and we kind of put those deals together. It's really fun, you know, because you can take one person who's good at one thing and somebody who has another piece of the pie and they'll become like business partners in how they grow and do things mm-hmm. because they want to just drive cash flow and get their money back. And the other person wants to get out of the, the thing of where they're kind of in a rat race in a, in a cycle. So, so mm-hmm. we've seen a beautiful thing with that coming together. The mm-hmm. secondary part is this, this is where we're actually having the biggest problem getting people to understand, believe it or not, is they're at other companies paying $25,000 a year to be a real estate agent. Well, the way that we have set it up with this is they can pay 25000 for five years. So it's $5,000 a year, and then there's no other add-on for the agents that they add in, right? So they only pay when they have a transaction or they pay a tech fee if there's a transaction. So it's $50 an agent for all the technology, which I didn't even go into what we provide there, but, and then it's 150 a transaction fee. So they can now build these massive things without having somebody to pay over the top of them, without having to pay um, – you know, for an office building without having, um, uh, you know, all the other extra expenses, it's skinny down to become really profitable. And now they can do all of that for less than they're paying in a one-year deal with somebody else. And they can still sell real estate. So mm-hmm. we really redesigned what a franchisee is. Our franchisee can be an agent who sells 10 houses a year. It's still mm-hmm. better than being at these other companies. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you talk about not having the brick and mortar, you know, when um, there was a time when I bought, purchased numerous homes and always had to go to the real estate office, right, um, and, you know, sign the documents, and that's where you met. The, but 
everything is so virtual these days. Mm -hmm. Has that changed? And you talked about a disruptor. Has, has that been one of the big disruptors for the real estate industry? Uh, I think it's become huge. And some of the companies have really taken hold of that and were positioned well for it. And then some of the companies, they don't know how to pivot past it, and they really run into a, a situation of, I don't know if it's like selling or manipulating. I don't know. If there's there's probably a better word for it. I don't know what it is. But the the ideal of that, they need to stay doing what they're doing, right? Because mm-hmm. they, they're saying, oh, it's going to go back to what it was. It's not going back to what it was. That cost is now costing the real estate agent because it's like anything else we talk about with inflation, all of that cost. If a contractor has to pay more for gas, you're paying more for construction. Like that pass-through. If the office has a cost, it costs the agent, right? And so the disruption in this is without doing that, you can afford to pay agents even more money. That money can pass on to a savings to the buyer and the seller. And so all of that compression happens, and we just happen to be in this, this right spot at this right time with a set fee. So that way it all the way it goes all the way through. So mm-hmm. our, our clients get good service because they have the highest paid um, people. If you were going to go to an industry, you know the best people are the ones that are usually paid the most. Because we pay such a high compensation package and provide value, they get the best agents. So we get results. Those results lead to a win for the franchisee. The agents win the consumers winning, the agents winning, the franchisees winning. That is what makes this model work. Mm-hmm. Ryan, you talked uh, a little bit about training, but if somebody's listening and they think, you know, this might be for me, I've always kind of wanted to do that a little bit different. I like the way that this guy is approaching real estate with more of a forward thinking. What would the training look like for a brand new franchisee? So for the franchisees, they they really have uh, a unique value proposition right now because People are out there paying for coaching, different coaches and different things like that. And I never liked coaching. I, I, I was always against it. Remember, I had this coach and this mentor that helped me. Mm-hmm. But I, I especially didn't like a coach that didn't have a tie to the win, right? Now, you right. don't want to give equity to your business to have a coach. And at the same time, you don't want to be paying someone a certain amount of money and they're like, hey, do it or don't, and they don't have to live with the results, right? So, so – this setup is set up where essentially they're getting all of that package together and they have coaching involved. So they get a whole support team for all of the different lanes. So if they're onboarding an agent, they have that. If they have closing coordination, they have that. If they have accounting, we have that. We have administrative services, they have that. And then we have business coaching. So people ask me about real estate stuff and I say, listen, I'm actually my license is in referral. I have a referral company. I don't have access to the MLS. I'm a business coach. We happen to be doing franchises. I didn't know that, but I've been doing business since I was very young. I sold bubble gum in school. I would sell sandwiches during lunch at the, on the plumbing industry. When I was doing plumbing, I ran a separate side business. Like, I, I just, I'm a serial entrepreneur. I love doing businesses, and I understand it, and it's fun to me. It doesn't even feel like work. So these franchisees come in. They have a link. They can schedule anytime they want to do a coaching call with me. We have group coaching calls. And then there's weekly calls where the, the group of them all get together. There's also a messenger group where there's kind of a back and forth. Like one of the big things that really hasn't even come out yet is we actually just got off with Zillow. And Zillow said, hey, we were looking at this other big name company. We didn't know you existed, but you guys are killing it in your conversion. That's important to us. 
here's a list of all the offices that we have that we need somebody, and they're going to almost go exclusively with wow. putting Zillow in all of our offices to give us their leads for all of our franchisees. Wow. Wow. It's well, huge, but nobody even knows because it, it's, it's like happened last week. So it's like it's still wow. very fresh, and, and wow. I want to see it transpire. We already have it in multiple offices now, but we want to roll it out to the other ones with this, with this other situation, and, and we think it's going to be huge. It's going to be huge right. because we also teach our franchisees to open mortgage and title. So we have those set up where they have ownership and mortgage and title. So now they're getting deals from Zillow. Then their, their agents have business. That business is then going to mortgage and title. So they're essentially getting three checks from business that they didn't pay for. Wow. Wow. We're so really changing it, the game. It's crazy. Yeah, definitely sounds like it. And, um, you know, uh, I, many industries, they get stuck in a rut, and that's the way we do business. And they miss mm-hmm. out on opportunities. So you're certainly uh, – you are certainly – that disruptor that we've talked about. But um, when you're talking about uh, territory, what does that look like? Oh, man, I, I love this topic. And at the same time, it's so confusing to, to talk about because everyone thinks of it like they would normally think of it. And I use the, the idea of like the founder. When you watch the movie, The Founder with McDonald's, he talked yep. about how they drove up to the drive-thru, they honked, someone came out and took their order. Yep. When they went to McDonald's, they started honking because they thought someone was going to come out. They didn't understand. <laughs> they drive away. They, it was a great opportunity, but they didn't know that the world was changing. So, yeah. so it's the same way with this territory. So we actually have a layered-type system where if you buy a territory, you have a four-mile radius. Nobody can put an office there. But – the way it's set up, if you open an office or even run virtual, I'll come back to that part in a second, but either way you run it, you can run across the country. You can basically set up with our franchise and run a national company of your own. As soon as you add a new – all you have to do is add a new MLS. And so they would just add new MLSs, and they keep growing and growing and growing. So that disruption is, is huge in the way that they can grow and scale just from taking the pieces we put together. If you go back to the territories of the other stuff, a virtual office – can run kind of overlapping because an agent can sell anywhere, right? There's not a restriction. Even if you owned a, a KW and a Remax, an agent can sell in the same city, right? There's nothing stopping that. And so by setting up virtual, you can do the same thing. You just wouldn't put a brick and mortar inside of four miles of another brick and mortar. But a lot of them are going virtual, so there may be two or three virtuals, and now they're offering high compensation to the agent, so they're adding agents, and we're just taking them over, then paying them really well to bring in title and mortgage to our franchisees and to the agents, and it just keeps on going from there. There's another layer of this, and this is why I said it starts to get really confusing, uh, and you're probably familiar with this, but I don't know that all listeners will be, but a multi-unit or an area rep, they have different terminology depending on what it is. We have an area rep. Well, area rep usually means you're going to buy a territory, like if you wanted to buy all of Houston, Texas, right? But in ours, you can live in Houston, Texas, you can buy it, but you can sell a franchise anywhere in the country, and then they can buy it, and they can buy virtual if there's a territory already there, or they can buy outside if they want to, outside of the four-mile radius if they want another one. So you can basically sell anywhere there's not already a territory. Wow. Yeah. So those area reps that got in early now help other franchisees across the country. They get half franchise fee, and they get half the royalty. So, so they're buying those to go do it. This is why we're growing so, so fast. So we've sold – 20 of those area reps in these three years, and now we're up to 75. I know you said 60, but we've already sold more since we set this interview up. 
So now we're at 75 locations. And so it's just this huge momentum going on. It's, it's crazy. It's fun. It's exciting. Um, you know, and, and it's a lot. So, yeah. Yeah. Wow. I I am I really am excited about what you guys are doing and uh unfortunately I need to take a commercial break here Ryan but what oh, sure, I sure. know about myself is I love stories and I know my listeners do as well. Do you happen to have a story you could share with us when we come back from break? Sure. Sure, love wonderful. This. Well folks, we're going to take a real quick commercial break we'll be back with more about the real estate market which is on everybody's mind these days house talk radio join tony and wendy gambone on house talk radio where they talk all things house from tips on home repairs and remodeling to best practices on buying and selling a home hiring contractors home loans and insurance as well as decorating ideas and how to get the most bang for your buck if you would like more information about House Talk Radio, go to housetalkradio.com. Tune in every Thursday morning at 9 a.m. to Tough Talk Christian Radio with Tony Gambone. Tough Talk Christian Radio is for those who want to share and receive expressions of faith that will help you take the next step in your relationship with Christ. Listen in to hear from others about their experiences of faith and the love of Christ. Call in to share your experiences at 347-989-1363. Learn more by going to toughtalkchristianradio.com. Are you dreaming of owning your own business but just don't know where to begin? The wait is now over. Linda Ballesteros is a catalyst to becoming a business owner through franchising. Whether you are looking to create a living that will allow you to leave corporate America, change your lifestyle, allowing you to enjoy the fun things in life, or if you're looking to build a legacy that will support your family for years to come, contact Linda today to start the process of being your own boss. Linda at EmpowerFranchiseConsulting.com, 832-640-4922. Hey folks, welcome back to All Things Franchising. This is Linda Biastetos and I'm here with Ryan Finch today and he is the founder of First Class Real Estate and it is a franchise. So when we broke for commercial break, uh, Ryan, I ask if you happen to have any stories you could share with us. Sure. Um, you know, I was trying to come up with something that would be really relevant and I, I can't help but think of the storyline of uh, of this guy Charles and so you know, it, it's a crazy story to look back on, and, and we talk about we kind of laugh and joke about it, but this guy, Charles, we well, let me back up. We we went to go sell franchises. The first couple franchises, we kind of had to give away because we didn't have any experience in it. We didn't have any track records. So we had to do that. So the next step we went to, we did a little discounted type thing, and then we then from there, we you know, we, we found some really good key players, and then now we, we could prove the concept and the model, right? So in the interim of all of this, this guy, Charles, comes in. Great guy. He's down in Atlanta. He's running his own boutique brokerage. He's got a handful of agents. He's trying to sell. The agents aren't doing enough sales. He's you know, trying to do all the work of running the business while also doing sales to be able to pay the bills. And he's like, man, this is almost like upside down. I'm, I'm working to pay for everything for them so they can do it. And then they, you know, they kind of do this part-time and just really, really difficult. So he comes up here and he says, hey, I want to see what you got going on. And he he checks into all the stuff we've got going on. And so he looks at it and he goes, man, it sounds great, yada, yada. He looks at our, our technology package. He looks at, you know, the compensation structure. He's like, this is exactly where the world's going. I love it. I want to do this. And we say, that's great. He says, okay, I'm, 
I'm going to fly back home and I'll get back with you. Month goes by, nothing. We don't talk to him. Yada, yada. Another month goes by. I mean, it's almost six months now. Still nothing. Yeah. I mean, hey, Charles, we thought everything was going great. I mean, what, what, what happened? What would we do? He's like, yeah, 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 you know, I'm still thinking about it. Well, mm. about six months later, he calls me up. He says, hey, Ryan. I said, yeah. He says, hey, would you still be willing to, to, to set up a franchise with me and do this? I said, yeah, you know, sure. He's like, well, you know, I, I kind of want to set up where I can have two offices and, and, and do this. And I said, oh, okay, great. And so, so anyway, we move forward. We set up the deal, and he gets it. And I don't know. He got maybe seven or eight agents at the time we first talked, and now he's got like 10 or 11 agents when we're, when we're talking again. I said, okay, well, yeah, let's go ahead and set it up. We set it all up. We signed all the paperwork, and he calls me up. He says, hey, Ryan, I just wanted to tell you, you could have charged me double. I said, what? What are you talking about? He said, I went back, and I bought this other software system. I tried to recreate it. I was messing with the developers. Uh-huh. I was uh, managing these other people. I had all the accounting. I was offering it. He said, and I was offering to these agents. They were coming on, and they were leaving because I couldn't actually give them what I, what I could see to the future because I couldn't keep paying the bills. He said, I was losing money hand over fist. And he said, I, I'm just so glad you did it. And, and the crazy thing is now he has over 100 agents, and he has multiple wow. locations. He's got a mortgage and a title company now, but he just he went back. And, you know, I know that's more for uh, uh, a humble brag of what that business did for him. But it's just funny that, you know, he's, I mean, this, you're talking about like one of the brightest people. You can see what he's fully capable of, right? Dude, he ends up with mortgage and title and 100 agents and multiple offices. And uh, he's actually even an area rep. And so he's opened up four different companies since joining us. But so he's kind of our, our shining star. But it was that close to him going under, to us missing out. And, um, and, you know, and, and him trying to go reinvent the wheel of doing all of it. And, and really, and, and the part of the story is I, I, I know exactly how I felt because I was in that same boat. There was a point in time when we were like, man, this just isn't going to work. We're spending too much money. We're losing out. And, you know, we, don't, we went and built out a huge 12,000-square-foot office, and we hadn't sold one franchise. So, you mm-hmm. know, covering the cost mm-hmm. of that. So well, I made you all know, the mistakes. Ryan- he made those. What what I love that this proves, and this is what's great about franchising, is that uh, you can go out there and try to build it on you. You can try to recreate the wheel. You can put all this money into software. You can put all this money in trying to create a system and a process. But what franchising does for you is it allows you to plug into a system that someone else has already vetted that it works. And it sounds like that's all he needed. It wasn't that he didn't know how Mm -hmm. to do any of it. He just needed someone to give him the infrastructure. That's right. So so what a a franchise will do for you in a lot of cases, it gives you – the ability to work on three or four key metrics. And when you can just thrive in those key lead or lag measures to, to measure your business, you don't have to deal with all the ins and outs of all the, uh, the intricacies. And, and that really becomes a partnership. And that is what we found in ours is we handle this side. And it's, to my point earlier is like we're going to get in Zillow. The franchisee is not worried about that. I'm going to go get Zillow because it makes sense for me to go get it for everyone to have it. We went and got a technology package and we added that. We didn't even up it. We just gave out more technology for free. And so mm-hmm. we just included it in the package. And so we're just, we, we like that model. We think that's how business should be done is that, hey, it is what it is. And if we do more, we do more. And we want to do it. I was talking to my coach the other day. He said, you could charge $50,000 for these people that get a Zillow package. I said, no, we're not. 
I said, mm-hmm. I said, at least not today. We're not planning on it. I just want to give them more and more value. I want to keep mm-hmm. doing it because I want to make raving fans. I want my franchisees telling yeah. other people about how great it is and how, how well it is. And, you know, everyone's not going to succeed and do perfect and have everything that they dream because they all get to make different decisions, you know. But at the same time, they're going to get like, We all got the same opportunities. There was more given to us than what we were promised. And, and I had every opportunity to do the most with it. And those that look for that and want that, they're, they're, you know, the sky's the limit. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, you know, if you're in it to help people um, create their own, create their own financial wealth and their own financial security, then you're certainly doing it the right way. And for a new franchisee to hear that the franchisor has national accounts like Zillow, that is huge, Ryan. That is huge mm-hmm. because for those people that may not know how to get those big accounts, they're just they're just trying to make a living with the one-offs. And all of those mm-hmm. are fine. That's what's the, the base of the company. But to have a, a national account like Zillow, kudos for you guys and being able to get okay. your franchisees off on a really good start. So good for you guys. So, so um, you know, we get close to the end of the show here, and time really just gets away. Um, before we get too much further, uh, if somebody's listening and they want more information about how they can be a part of the first class real estate team, franchise team, where would they go to find out more information about you and about the franchise opportunity? Sure. So we've got a couple ways to connect. First Class Real Estate, the uh, website, you can uh, go on there. There's a page. You can find out about the AR. You can find out as a buyer or seller. You can find out as an agent. You can find out as a franchisee. There's all different links. We even give away some free stuff, um, our listing presentation, buyer presentation, recruiting guide. You can sign up for those, and they're all free. Um, you know, So we help. We help do that. You know, I will tell you on the flip side of that is you can go try and recreate it because we'll give you the document and you can go do it. But what usually ends up happening is they go, I can't provide it for the value of what you're charging. Yeah. So it is kind of a setup that way, but we give it to you for free. So you can always obviously have that at the same time. We're open book. We do discovery day um, uh, once a month. So you can always set up every month for discovery day. So that's also a link you can sign up for. There's actually one of them today at, uh, at one o'clock but it's usually each month. And then we're also on Facebook and Instagram, so you can look us up. There's a lot of different first-class real estate. The main first-class real estate doesn't have any type of tagline, you know, whether it's a, a Great Neck or a Alabama or any of those. Uh, and then Instagram is the same way. So we, so we respond to those. There's support people there to help answer any questions, point in direction, and get you in touch with anybody that you'd want to talk to to have any, any more as well. I'm on Facebook. I usually end up having people just go in there if they want to get a hold of me. They can message me. Uh, I'm pretty responsive. I try not to have any text, phone calls, emails, or messages by the time I go to bed. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, you, you definitely have to have um, business hours, don't you? Because um, and because if not, it can bleed into your private life and personal life. And I know, you know, one of the things that you talk about in your book is keeping a balanced life. Well, I have to tell you, mm-hmm. Ryan, that that is more of a struggle these days with everything that's virtual 
it it becomes more and more of a struggle. Um, how do you teach your franchisees to um, to to create uh, a life balance, a work life balance that that uh, will make them happy? Sure, there's there's quite a few tips of, of ways to do it. You know, some of which is um, phone calls, text message, and email. Right, so. Phone call means it's an emergency. If you call me, I'm going to answer the phone. Um, the second one is text message. That's more urgent. Uh, you know, I'm going to respond to you, but I can also do that while I'm on another call or doing something else so I can get back to you, and that way I don't end up having things stack up. And the last one's email. Email is going to say, hey, this isn't urgent. If it's during working hours, two-hour response. If not, it's just a, hey, FYI, I need help with this when you get a chance, right? And so, so helping everyone understand what those things are, they know how to communicate with you, and by setting that up, you can tell what the urgency is. And what you'll find is people say, yeah, this isn't urgent enough for a call, even though their pattern may be to make a lot of calls, right? Or, hey, they do a lot of texts, and they say, yeah, yeah I'm not going to – I don't need a text. I don't need an answer right now. I'm just going to email them, and I'll get back to them tomorrow. You know, they'll get back to me tomorrow. And so you set that up because that gives you the ability to now go and do – doesn't mean you won't have calls from here and there, but as you scale and grow, those one-offs can become more and more. And so you've got to be able to – to uh, set that up in a finite. The, um, the other way to be able to do it is, is people like to run a business and they want to work 12 hours a day and because they think they have to. But if you're driving profit to your business, you can reallocate money back to buying time. And so if those go back to lanes that someone else can answer it, then you can get twice as many calls, emails, texts back out to the different corresponding lanes and people so that it doesn't back up into that 12-hour period. And now it's all done in that eight hours. And you can set that as, as kind of a, a bookend ability to, to, mm-hmm. to your schedule. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some those are great tips for any kind of business, um, not just mm-hmm. real estate, but those, those are great tips um, for any business. So, uh, Ryan, we're down to those final questions here. The first one is, if there is someone listening who's considering purchasing a franchise, whether it is first-class real estate franchise or any other franchise, what would you suggest that they do to prepare for the process? Hmm. Oh, man, I, you know, and, and it's the secondary caveat to this. You know, obviously I've thought about it as it pertains to ours. I, I, I almost, I don't know what the answer is, and I, and I don't like to give the answer to something I don't know, but I, I don't know what it would be on some of the others because some of them it's going to take some more capital outlay or mm-hmm. it's going to take um it's going to take more um run rate of of a burn rate of money and so mm-hmm. making sure that there's enough money set aside um and at the same time some people will feel like getting ready and preparing they're going to spend their whole life getting ready it's going to take them years and by the time they move into that category it may have moved um yeah. and then if there's any other tip it would be anything that runs lower employee costs may mm-hmm. become really, really important as time goes on. Um, because if it, employment rates keep going up, then your, your ability to make money will become uh, smaller and smaller. So, so smaller human capital needs and more automation uh, will become key. I know that probably seems like common sense but, but, um, with where we are, but it's sometimes we get so excited we don't really think about those kind of uh, buoys to to make sure we set ourselves up for success. Yeah, most definitely. Absolutely. I love that. So um, second question is, what are two traits that make a successful franchisee? 
Um, we we like uh, coachability. Uh, you know, if they're if they're coachable, if you can give them something and they can implement it. You know, everyone's not going to implement everything at the same time, but if if they're willing to to be able to trust and be led and and try things that are outside of their comfort zone, that is a, a huge value. Um, and the second one, you know, we, we really like people that want and are already are in some capacity uh, a, a leadership level. Meaning, leadership is like a a whole other exercise. Like you would learn finance or you would do fitness. Leadership is a, it's, it's really an art and it, and it takes work. It's not that they have to do it right away. They don't have to be the dynamic leader, but it's a, it's a, a journey. And they, they have to want to go on that journey of being a leader, serving other people, providing value, waking up in the morning, thinking about how can they make somebody else's life better or improved, those kind of things when it's not self-centered. Those, those are really key traits to, to find a success. Mm-hmm. And I can add a bonus one if you want. I got one more. Go right ahead. I'd love it. it. Yep. Confidence. Confidence mm-hmm. is really key. A lot of people lack it. Now, I don't mean the confidence of like, hey, should I do this? 100%. If you tell somebody, no, I shouldn't do this confidently because you don't have enough information, that's valuable because it's confidence to not go in and say something you don't know uh, is a value. And the second part of that confidence is, I deserve it. I belong to be here because I belong here because I did the work. I stayed up. I read the books. I, yeah, I did all these things. That kind of confidence can be built from doing the work over and over and over again. And so it gives you an authoritative way to help other people because you did the work they didn't, and you'll be able to bring them along. So th- that part of confidence is really a, a key trait um, in success. Absolutely. I I love that. Um, Ryan, one of the things you mentioned leadership and, you know, sometimes it's people think, yeah, 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 I know leadership is important. But I be- what I saw during the pandemic was the franchises that did really well. Ryan, they had a really strong leadership team and they mm-hmm. jumped in right away to help their franchisees. So leadership, like you said, it's not it's not self-centered. Leadership is about the team and what's best for the team. And it 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 is some people have uh, a tendency to be good leaders, so you have something to start with. Um and I think some people can build the skills to help them be better leaders. So I'm really glad you brought up leadership because that's that's critical. Whether you're in business for yourself and by yourself or whether you have a team of 100, I believe leadership is a very important, very important characteristics. Very good point there. Yeah. Uh, the last, and you um, usually see that in leading yourself. People lead yeah. themselves is the start, you know, if you're leading yourself well. Go ahead, sorry. That that's right. It all starts with leading yourself and having the confidence to lead yourself in making the right decisions. Very good point. So the last question here, Ryan, is what does the future of franchising look like? <laughs> oh man, you know, I, I I sat down with the guy that I that opened franchises. I mean, a lot of them. Um, and he sat down with me and he said, "Look, you need me to help you and coach you." A older guy, I mean, multi-million, probably, I don't even know, a publicly traded company, 
He said, I need you to help me. And, or he said, you need me to help you. He said, you'll be lucky to sell three of them in, in the first year. And that's always stuck with me, right? I mean, and, and he meant it in, um, in just like, you know, not, not to um, talk bad about me, but just to say the business of franchising yeah. is a different business and you're going to have to learn it. And, and I really, I didn't know what I was doing. And I took a lot of gambles with the things that I did but I really think I have disrupted the model of franchising. Like, so I know we're talking about real estate, but it doesn't matter. It could be fidget spinners whatever mm-hmm. it is, is the way we set this model up, we could do it over and over and over again. And I could do it more scalably and faster. And because of the way this area rep, and I, so if people are listening to this or they go back, they'll have to go back and really understand what I talked about with the area rep, the multi-unit, we changed the multi-unit by changing the multi-unit. People are in the franchise business think, I spend this money, I want to open a franchise, and I've got to get my money back. And so they mm-hmm. try and get too much from the people up front, and they fail. And it's really about a race to the bottom, getting skinnier and losing money at the beginning to win, right? And that's what all the big companies have done, but that's a business change, but it translates to franchising. Mm. Mm. And, and so talking about that, Ryan, where did you learn or where did that concept come from for you? Uh, you know, I, I, I get that question a bit on different things. And, you know, I, I don't know. I feel like I have a divine advantage on um, that. You know, I'm doing something in my purpose uh, that mm-hmm. was that was given to me. Um, uh, and at the same token, I think all the things that you go through in a life of journey are building to the way you see the world. Um, and so I was fortunate to have a lot of key people around that asked me the right questions. And I spent time thinking on that. But, um, the uh, sorry, I lost my train of thought. What was the question one more time? So, wh- where did no. the idea come from? Where did that concept come oh. from? Uh, oh, yeah, because the... yeah, I remember mm-hmm. the answer. Yeah, so it was, uh, it, it really came to a, of how do I help everybody else win? And, and it was really an everyone else first kind of concept that, that went through my mind. And so, when I realized what would I want if I was them? I mean, it's just so easy. It's almost too, too simple. But if I was a franchisee, what would I be willing to buy? If I was the area rep, what would I be willing to buy? What would I want? What restrictions would I not want there? What covenants would I not want there? What do I not want? And I went in with franchise attorney. They said, you need to have this to protect yourself. And I said, if I don't have anybody, there's nothing to protect me from. You have to move it. People don't want that. They don't want yeah. that. Well, that's how it's always been done. I said, I don't care. It doesn't matter. And they said, well, you're going to go do this. Well, that's going to have a rule. And I said, and so you got to think through everything because when we did the area rep, the way we did it, they said, well, somebody's going to fight with somebody else. And, and you can just use this as an example. The way the area rep used to be is if you owned all of Houston and you had a friend that wanted to buy one in Virginia, you had to refer that person out, that right. franchisee out. With ours, yeah. you could now sell it to them there, right? Yeah. Or, or if you wanted to do area rep, it cost you a million dollars. If it's $50,000 yeah. for multiple units, that's way easier to be able to do. Then we would finance them, and they'd say, you're financing them. Well, they could not pay. I said, well, we don't have them. We don't have a chance if, if we don't give them a chance. And if we believe in our product, then why wouldn't we finance them? And mm-hmm. so we believe in our franchisee. We believe in our AR. We believe. So all of that stuff is really a, a part and the key of answering those questions. Do you believe in this thing or not? What is it that the consumer would want? I mean, because for us as a franchisee or an air rep, they, they're, they're the customer. And if they were going to say no, would you say no? And, and people go into the wrong way. Yeah, we're going to lock them up in this. Or we're going to have this agreement or this control. 
You can have growth or you can have control, but you can't have both. Mm. Mm. I, I love the way you I love the way you think about franchising, Ryan. I really do, and I think we'll probably have um, uh, a lot of other franchisors listen to this recording and um, wonder how they could apply that. So, um, one more time, Ryan. We're down to the end of the show. One more time, if someone's interested in the franchise opportunity of first class real estate, where would they go to find out more information? Yep. So, firstclassrealestate.com. That's the website. They can basically get anything they want from an AR franchise agent, buyer, seller, and the uh, the other is we have Facebook. Uh, they can look me up. Uh, you know, my name's Ryan with an R H. So R H Y A N. Uh, I'm happy to talk to anybody. There's a public figure page because my, my friend part is maxed out, but I can always get messages that way too. I, I kind of like that. I don't, I don't know. I'm a people person. I don't, I, I want to help everybody that I can as much as I can get to. I mean, I'm yeah. assuming that I'm not going to have thousands of people message me because most people, they won't, but I hope they do. So, yeah. um, so hopefully yeah. I can help some people. Wonderful. Ryan, thanks again for being on the show today. I would love to have you back on the show in a few months to see how you're doing, how this um, real estate market is going. So I'd love to bring you back if you're open to it. I'd love to. I mean, anything we can do to help. I love what you're doing for, uh, you know, for the industry and helping these people get this information by putting it all together. I know all the back end work you have to do to, to get this. So I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Thanks so much. Well, folks, if you are thinking about um, being able to tap into this hot market, the real estate market, and you think there may be a place for you out there, you've always wanted to do that, then you may want to consider uh, checking into first class real estate franchise opportunity because they've done the work and you don't have to figure it out. Just like we said on the show, you plug into a proven system and you then you think about just making money. You don't have to worry about all of the other infrastructure piece of it, the building the website and, and like Ryan described, these national contracts. That's amazing. So um, as always, I'm going to leave you with a quote. This quote is, I will forever believe that buying a home is a great investment. Why? Because you can't live in a stock certificate. You can't live in a mutual fund. That's a quote by Oprah Winfrey. I think she has a few houses out there. So, folks, thanks again for joining me on All Things Franchising, and I'll see you next time. Another great episode of All Things Franchising is now in the books. You can listen to past shows by following All Things Franchising on Facebook and Twitter. Thank you for joining us today, and be sure not to miss us next time when we bring you a brand new episode of All Things Franchising.